It's great living in the rectory with two other priests because uh, every once in a while they give you a good homily idea. So this one is sponsored by Father Jeremy. We were talking earlier in the week about these readings and we came to the conclusion, uh, he said, man, if, if you hear these readings, it's Mother Teresa, inside and out. And so we started to think about it more and realize that, um, you know, what an amazing privilege it's been for us to live in a time that a saint actually lives. So next Sunday, a week from today, Mother Teresa is going to be canonized and she's going to be declared a saint. And one of the cool things is I never met her personally, but my retreat master, the, the Monsignor that I go to every year, was her uh, retreat director for years. So he directed Mother Teresa and all of her nuns for years. And his name is Monsignor Esif. And Monsignor Esif's about this tall. He's like, he's like an old, like 95-year-old Yoda. He's just an amazing guy, just tremendously powerful, spiritual. But he, every time I go and see him, he'll tell me another story about Mother Teresa. And the one time I was with him, he said, he directed the last retreat of Mother Teresa before she died. It was three months before she died, and he was directing her on a retreat. And so he's like this tall, and he says, um, you know, I was directing Mother Teresa, and she's short, you know, she's like less than five foot. <laughs> and uh, he said that she would always pound her chest, and she would say, look at what God is doing with nothing. That's what she would say to him. Look at what God is doing with nothing. She had this profound humility. Sometimes when she would uh, tell you know, about all the amazing things that she was doing, sometimes pe people would get annoyed with her. And she realized that. You know? So one time there was a seminarian that was like rolling his eyes because Mother Teresa is saying, you know, we started this and we started this home for the, for the homeless and we were in, were in all these different countries. And she caught him rolling his eyes and she went up to him and she said, this is not me, this is all from God. She had that true humility that everything that she did was from God. We hear in the reading from the, the psalm, actually, the psalm which was sung so beautifully, God, in your goodness, you have made a home for the poor. In your goodness, you have made a home for the poor. Think about Mother Teresa and how she did that all over the world. She made these homes for the poor. As a priest and a seminarian, I've gotten to, to visit a lot, a lot of them and stay at some of them. And they're just amazing places where in, in every chapel you walk in and there's always a crucifix and next to the crucifix is I thirst. And that was her call, that she had this great thirst of Christ to serve the poor. When she gave her noble lecture, it was back in 1979. So 1979 was the year that I was born, by the way. But she gave the, the lecture when she, no, when she won the Nobel Peace Prize, and she talks about this idea of making a home for the poor. I never forget the opportunity I had in visiting a nursing home where they had all these old parents, sons and daughters, who had just put them in an institution and forgotten them. And Mother Teresa describes how she went there, and this was a, a place in America, and I saw in that home that they had everything beautiful things, but everybody was looking towards the door, and I did not see a single one with a smile on their face. And I turned to my sister and I asked, how is that? How is it the people that have everything here, why are they looking towards the door? Why are they not smiling? I'm used to seeing a smile in our people. Even the dying one smiles, she said. This is nearly every day. They are expecting, they are hoping that a son or daughter will come and visit them. 
They are hurt because they are forgotten. And see, this is where love comes from. That poverty we experience right in our own home. And we even neglect to love right in our own home. Maybe in our own family, we have somebody who is feeling lonely, who is feeling sick, who is feeling worried. And these are difficult days for everybody. Are we there? Are we there to receive them? Is the mother there to receive her child? She goes on to say that I was surprised in the West, too, to see so many young boys and girls given into drugs. This was in 79. It's even more revelant now. And I tried to found, find out why. Why is it like that? And the answer was because there is no one in the family to receive them. Father and mother are so busy, they have no time. Young parents are in some institution and the child takes back the back seat and gets involved with something. These are things that break peace. And we're talking about peace. But I feel the, greater the greatest destroyer of peace today is abortion because it is a direct war, a direct killing, a direct murder by the mother herself. And we read in sacred scripture, for God says very clearly, even if a mother forget her child, I will not forget you. I have carved you in the palm of my hand. We are carved in the palm of God's hand, so close to him that the unborn child has been carved in the hand of God. And that's what strikes me most, the beginning of that sentence, that even if a mother could forget something impossible, but even if she could forget, I will not forget you. God will never forget you. She goes on to say that I believe that we are not social workers. We may, we may be doing social work in the eyes of many, but we are really contemplatives in the heart of, of the world. For we are touching the body of Christ 24 hours a day. You know, just think about that for yourselves, that everything you do in your day, every time you, you give your child a hug, every time you embrace your, your spouse, every time you shake a coworker's hand, you are touching the body of Christ. She says, we have 24 hours in his presence. You too try to bring that presence of God in your family. For the family that prays together stays together. And I think that we and our families don't need bombs and guns to bring about peace. We just need to get together, love one another, and bring that peace and joy that will strengthen our homes and our worlds. And so here I am talking with you. So she's talking to you right now. I want you to find the poor right here, right in your own home first, and begin to love there. Be that good news to your own people and find out about your next door neighbor. Do you know your next door neighbor? And I know well that you have not given from your abundance, but you have given until it hurts you. And with this prize that I have received as the prize of peace, I'm going to try to make a home for many people that have no home because I believe that love begins in the home. And if we create a home for the poor, I think that more and more love will spread to the poor in our own family first, in our country, and in our world. And to be able to do this, we must be woven in prayer. You must come to know the poor. 
Maybe our people have material things, everything, but I think if we look into our own homes, how difficult we find it is to love and to smile at each other. And that smile is the beginning of love. And so let us always meet each other with a smile, for the smile is the beginning of love. And once we begin to love, naturally, we will want to do something. And so this is, I think, Mother Teresa's challenge to us still today. Three things. First of all, that we are called to be people of prayer. Mother Teresa, Monsignor, told me that every morning before the nuns would even get up, she would spend two hours in adoration. And she would spend the rest of her day serving, but she wanted to spend that two hours in adoration. And so even above service, she placed prayer. So first of all, do we pray every day? Are you spending a significant amount of time in prayer every day? Secondly, realizing that we can experience Christ 24 hours a day, that every person that we encounter, every person that we see, every person that we touch, that is the body of Christ. And in our service, we can serve Christ. And finally, ultimately, is humility. As we heard in the first reading and the second reading, we are called to be humble. And so I just want to end with Mother Teresa's quote about humility. Humility is the mother of all virtues, purity, charity, and obedience. It is in being humble that our love becomes real, devoted, and ardent. If you are humble, nothing will touch you, neither praise nor disgrace, because you know what you are. If you are blamed, you will not be discouraged. If they call you a saint, you will not put yourself on a pedestal. Mother Teresa is indeed being raised from being the lowest on this earth, from being the most humble, to now being declared a saint. Hopefully one day too, if we pray, if we serve, and if we do it in humility, we will join her in being saints in the kingdom of God.